This episode is made possible by PwC. The future calls for digital transformation you can trust. That's why the new equation is business-led and cloud-forward, using secure technologies to drive tax-efficient solutions for today and tomorrow. It's how people and technology work together to transform transformation. See how the new equation is building trust and security with the latest tech at thenewequation.com. Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. Warning. Warning. This show contains mature content. Are you ready to get your mind blown? New York City, Puerto Rico decided to start a radio show determined to piss the world off by shoving a mirror in front of society's face. He kicked them in the balls. What are you? Who are you? This is the Crotch Shot Radio Show. Crotch Shot Radio Show. This is not a test. This is a broadcast transmission. We're going to stay on the air. And now, and now, the weepy, the weepy. to the Crutch Shot Radio Show, where we kick the issues in the balls. We are on an active war on bullshit. We would do anything and everything, anything and everything to expose bullshit. The ends sometimes justify the memes. So if you're angry, want the truth exposed and strap in and prepare to be shocked. This is Smash Mouth Talk. If you can't accept that, then fuck off. I takes no bullshit from nobody, not the LGBTQ, not any woke left activist, not even goddamn fucking white supremacists. I take no bullshit. Both sides can get it. Blah, blah. That's it. Shots everywhere. I actually expose the bullshit of society and chop it up into easy to digest chunks for you. Today won't be any different. We'll be talking about never backing down. We, you shan't, shantn't, shouldn't back down. Especially, um, this this is something that we we should have learned from Trump. Never back down because. 
these people, the left, uh, the left, the woke, the woke activists, the either either the leftist, you know, honestly, right leaning LGBTQ people. I've had them on this show, Evie Dixon, shout out to her. They're, they are fucking fantastic. Blair White, she's fucking fantastic. Why is it that our LGBTQ, our transgender people on the right are prettier? <laughs> they actually try to be feminine. They actually fucking... They they actually put in the fucking effort. They're like you got you got like a, a joke that I've been saying. And I've already I posted it on YouTube and on on TikTok. It's like why are the transgender women that are protesting Dave Chappelle all look like they could play for the 1985 Chicago Bears? These are some like linebacker looking motherfuckers. Are like I'm a lady. Like bullshit. Stop being fucking lazy. Stop it. Um, I mean, I, I spoke about Dave. Dave is a fucking genius. And if you watched the special, the closer, you would see he did not say anything wrong about the LGBTQ or, or transgendered women in general. No, he didn't. He merely was talking about the way they acted. And these are people that they don't watch. This this is the problem I have with the left. They don't watch anything they criticize. At least me, Steven Crowder, Alex Jones, turn the freaking frogs gay. Oh, so, I mean, we actually watch what they say then criticize. They don't. They 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 do. They take bits and pieces. Somebody might even cut it up and to take it purposely out of context, and then say, "See, he said it wrong." Yeah, because you fucking copied and placed and spliced in different places to make it sound like something that would go against your agenda. But no, you can't. You you can't criticize, and then and then they want you to apologize for what? Apologize for fucking what? Tell me. Like what did they, what what? Like a, 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 and and the thing is, the this is this is the response I get when I ask, "What did Dave do wrong?" Come on, man. No, tell me. Tell me what he did wrong. Tell me what Trump did wrong. Come on, man. How's Trump racist? Come on, man. You should know. No, I don't. Tell me. You're the one that's making accusations on the part, man. You're making accusations about Dave. I mean, the burden of the proof is on you. You're The, the burden of the proof is usually on the person making an accusation. Um, God, I'm trying to find where Dave, uh, Dave made a speech this week or was it last week? Here he goes. He, um, he was talking about cancel culture. Uh, let me share the screen or wait, can I wait? 
share this, share that. Or Chrome tab. Oh, I could. Oh. Share that. I could do that. Alright. Okay, so. Gonna play this speech, this five minute speech, and then I'm gonna respond to it. Sir. Tell me why ain't nothing better. Oh, well, really? That sucks. It's been said in the press that I was invited to speak to the transgender employees at Netflix, and I refuse. That is not true. If they had invited me, I would have accepted it, although I am confused about what we are speaking about. I said what I said, and boy, I heard what you said. My God, how could I not? You said you want a safe working environment at Netflix. Well, it seems like I'm the only one that can't go to the office anymore. I want everyone in this audience to know that it, even though the media frames us that it's me versus that community, that is not what it is. Do not blame the LBGTQ community for any of this shit. This has nothing to do with them. It's about corporate interests and what I can say and what I cannot say. Mm-hmm. For the record, and I need you to know this. Everyone I know from that community has been nothing but loving and supporting. So I don't know what all this nonsense is about. In summer 2020, when the whole world shut down, I was outside doing shows. My neighbor had a cornfield and he let me throw shows there and people came from all over the country. Some people came from around the world see those shows. The best comedians on earth came to my home and broke bread with me. And we lived our lives. We found a way to keep moving forward. (laughs) I made a whole documentary about it. The first night of those shows was a piece that some of you might have seen. It was called 846, and it dealt with the death, the murder of George Floyd. This film that I made was invited to every film festival in the United States, and some of those invitations I accepted. And when this controversy came out about the closer, they began disinviting me from these film festivals. And now, today, not a film company, not a movie studio, not a film festival, nobody will touch this film. Thank God for Ted's Randall's and Netflix. He's the only one that didn't cancel me yet. <laughs> to the transgender community, I am more than willing to give you an audience. But you will not summon me. I am not bending to anybody's demands. And if you want to meet with me, I'd be more than willing to, but 
but I have some conditions. <laughs> First of all, you cannot come if you have not watched my special from beginning to end. Exactly. Yeah. You must come to a place of my choosing mm-hmm. and a time of my choosing. And thirdly, you must admit that Hannah Gatsby is not funny. She really isn't. I desperately want people to see this movie, but I understand why investors would be nervous. Since nobody will touch it, I'll tell you what I'll do. I will make it available for all of you in 10 American cities going on sale in the next few days. You will be able to see this movie in its entirety, and you can see what they're trying to obstruct you from seeing. And you can judge for yourself, but you cannot have this conversation and exclude my voice from it. That is only fair. You have to answer the question, am I canceled or not? Then let's go. Thank you very much, and good night. That's right. And honestly, Hannah Gatsby is not funny. I don't know how the fuck she got a fucking uh, 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 a, a a special on Netflix. It, it basically is stand up. Like I I hate this shit. This fucking woke comedy bullshit is so is such a lie. It's they're so disingenuous. They they're just fake. It's just fake. It's like we all hate Trump. <laughs> Not a fucking original fucking thought ever. This is why when I go to open mics, I'm like, at this point, I'm not even working on material. I'm just fucking going there to offend the fucking room, to fucking challenge everybody's fucking sensibilities. Comedy is supposed to fucking burn down sacred cows. It's supposed to challenge ideas, not fucking give you nice, safe fucking feelings. That's not what comedy is about. I mean, honestly, let me let me look up Hannah Gatsby's shit. Let me Hannah Hannah oh man. Like, and put, first of all, the reason why he brought her up is because she started some shit. She started her bullshit. She, in fact, hold on. I mean, she is not, I mean, let me see. Hannah Gatsby. Fuck Hannah Gatsby. Like, uh, uh, okay, let me see. Is this, ugh. Okay, let me, Netflix is a joke. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm going to play this shit. Uh, if you're listening, hey, thanks for watching. Ugh. I just, ooh, ooh. Like, this is, this is Hannah Gatsby. She fucking sucks. In my opinion, she fucking sucks. As, as someone that loves the art of stand-up, like, I'm not going, like, Unless you're fucking, 
Oh God, I forgot his name. I can't believe I forgot his name. George Carlin. Unless you're George Carlin, don't fucking preach to me. Especially when you you're coming with that fucking leftist bullshit. There you go. Do you know what to be the target of our jokes at the moment? Our obsession with reputation. We're obsessed with it. We think reputation is more important than anything else, including humanity. And do you know who takes the mantle of this myopic adulation of reputation? Celebrities and comedians are not immune. They're all cut from the same cloth. Donald Trump, Pablo Picasso, Harvey Weinstein, Bill Cosby, Woody Allen, Roman Where's the joke? Where's the joke? Where's These the joke? These men are not exceptions. They are the rule. Where's and the they're joke? not individuals. They are our stories. And the moral of our story is we don't give a shit. We don't give a fuck about women or children. We only care about Where's a man's the reputation. Where's the joke? What about his humanity? Where's the joke? These men control our stories. Where's the joke? And yet they have a diminishing connection to their Where's own the humanity. And we don't seem to mind so long as they Where's get the hold on to the Where's the fucking joke? Where is the fucking joke? Hindsight is a gift. Stop <sighs> wasting my time. If you... <laughs> Look, I... How's that funny? What's so funny? I apologize. <laughs> I do. I apologize. <laughs> Look, I am angry. Okay. I apologize. Okay, so I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry. Tap out. Hannah Gatsby is just not. She's not funny. The only one that could really pull off angry and be funny is Lewis Black. Lewis Black, he's a leftist, but I love Lewis Black. It's like, honestly, it's like, okay, I get it. You're a lesbian. You hate men. All right, good. Thanks. Not every man is fucking Harvey Weinstein. Not every man is fucking Roman Polanski. Fuck Harvey Weinstein. You think I would do that shit? Ever? No. You think I was fuck a fucking little girl? Hell no. I'm not fucking Roman Polanski. No man... Worth his damn, worth his fucking salt is, 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 would, would agree to be, or, or just be like, oh my God, Harvey Weinstein, Roman Polanski, I'm my hero. Don't fucking preach to me. Make jokes. Oh my gosh, she's laughing. Oh, she's so powerful. There are many women comics that would have made that bit. Honey, would have done it in a way that would, yeah, give you awareness. There are many women that would have made that joke funny, but Hannah Gatsby is not funny. But then Hannah Gatsby fires that fires that day first because she wasn't getting paid as much money as him. Bitch, no one knows who you are. I didn't know who Hannah Gatsby was until. Uh, the whole fucking thing with Nanette came out and I saw Nanette and I'm like I actually watched the fucking special one what's the fucking joke 
Where's the fucking joke? Oh, okay, so you're just preaching at me and this is a comedy special? Like, damn right they fucking shitted on you. Damn right he shitted on you. He dunked on you. Like, what What the fuck do you expect? What did the fuck do you expect, you know, to, him to do? What, you're supposed to, like, be like, oh, my God, so so stunning, so brave. She talked shit about me. And, and what? What was going to happen? Like, do you not know? This is, and this is why. Double the fuck down. Never back down. What? Was Dave, what, Dave's going to fucking back down with this fucking little she-he dingus? Like, get the fuck out of here. That's the thing. We need to stop being afraid of these assholes that try to control speech, who try to tone police, who try to tell other people what we mean with our words. Like, trying to, trying to redefine who we are as a person, as a gender. It, it just... I'm sorry. You're not going to redefine shit. Like, you're not going to tell me who I am. Only I can tell you who I am. And you're not going to tell Dave who the fuck he is. It's like, he's transphobic. So what? No one could joke about LGBTQ. No one can joke about transgender people. No one. They they can't they can't be choked about. They, they're a protected class. I'm sorry. Look, how's about this? How's about when you joke about something? It is actually a protection. You're able to make jokes. You're able to take jokes and you're able to laugh about certain shit. Dave even explained how maybe transgenderism is funny. Like you are born in the body that you don't agree with. That shit is funny. It is. Like I can't, I can't even fathom. I can't fathom it. Uh, it must suck. But it's like I hate my, I hate the gender I was born so much. I'm gonna cut my dick off. It's, it's, it's hilarious. It's, it's just, it's, it's it seems absurd. It does. It, it's um. It's some crazy shit. I'm not gonna lie. It is some. Uh, let me open. Let's open up the um. The the call in. We're gonna open up the the call in line. Okay. Oh man, sorry, excuse, excuse. You excuse me, please. So. You. It, um, it, 
Like, you, like we're going to cancel him because we don't agree with what he said based on what somebody else told us. And the thing is, he's like, you didn't summon me. We could have had a discussion. And that's the thing. When it comes to the left, and I'm just putting this at leftist LGBTQ. I'm not, you gotta, you gotta specify. And, and that's the thing. Dave probably doesn't know. He has to specify. It ain't the right leaning LGBTQ. It's the, always the left leaning LGBTQ. The left leaning LGBTQ that wants to be fucking victims. The left LGBTQ does not want acceptance. They want worship. They want you to kiss their ass for, for, for being who they are. Or being who they want to be. And honestly, I would argue that those on the left who are... Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Transgender, gay, or whatever are not real gays or transgender. They're just LARPing because they want attention they want to be, um, yeah, they just want attention. They're LARPers. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to throw this out. Leftist LGBTQ are not real LGBTQ. They are just LARPers. They just do it because they want attention. They want to seem cool. They want to be part of the cool kids. So they'll suck a dick. <laughs> they'll, 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 they'll put on a dress. They won't go, they won't go crazy with it. They won't, they won't do the full change. They'll, they'll just cross dress and call themselves, call themselves trans. And then expect straight guys to want to fuck them. Like, uh, uh, no, sorry. At least fucking, like at least fucking try to, you know, look feminine, put in the work, put in the, put in the fucking, uh, what you call it? The, the, make the fucking effort, cut the pee pee off. If you're really about that about that life, if you're about that life, but they're not about that life, and you shouldn't back down from these fucking people. Like you shouldn't. And, and this is the thing: the first thing they like, we want an apology. No, fuck you. <laughs> you gotta kiss my ass. That's what you get. You get f- fuck you and fuck you again. That's what you get. That's 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 what all you could expect out of me. A nice a nice fuck are you. You got the fuck are you, my friend. So like I, I don't you know that and I mean that and that's what I'm saying. You got to back the fuck down. I mean, no, I mean, ooh, sorry, you don't, you should not back the fuck down. What the fuck am I saying? I'm tired. You don't back the fuck down. You do not back the fuck down. That's what I meant to say. Sorry. So sorry. This is live radio. I'm not going to edit that shit out. My mistakes. You can see my mistakes. I'm not a perfect person. No, oh, Can you see that? 
That's uh, a signed cut picture from Marina Barkin when she was in Stargate SG One. She yeah, so check her out. She's beautiful. She's pretty. So, anyways, like I said, this is the sci-fi room. <laughs> my office, my office is the sci-fi room. Damn, it's fucking cold in here. So, I mean, honestly, when they come at you, it's like apologize. No, no, don't apologize. Because honestly, when you give an apology, that just validates whatever fucking gobbledygook is in their head. It's like you're you're admitting guilt. And Dave didn't do nothing wrong. Who what does he have to apologize for? Like who the fuck are you? And it's always, we need an apology. It's all these other motherfuckers. And they get fucking violent. They get fucking violent. Like, um... Like, when when they did the protest, they assaulted people. They assaulted, they, they you know, they were counter-protesters there. And... Like they assaulted him, they ripped the, they ripped his sign, they ripped the, some guy's sign. In fact, I think uh, Dick Masterson was there. I wanted to get, I want to get him on the show. I, I emailed him, but uh, I don't know what this shit happened. Let me actually, let me see if I could get him on. Let me see. Let's see if I can get his ass on here. I wonder. I wonder. due to network difficulties, your call cannot be completed. At- all right, fuck my life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, we got, let's see. Uh, who wants to? Yeah, here it is. Netflix, attack man. Okay. All right, let me. So let's share. Well, Dave Chappelle is back. He just released a new stand-up special on Netflix. In it, he takes aim at what he calls cancel culture. That's the impulse recognizable to anyone who pays attention to fire or unperson anyone who questions our woke (laughs) overlords. I want to see if you can guess who it is I'm doing an impression of. All right, let me get into character. You got to guess who it is, though. Okay, here it goes. Uh, Duh. Hey. If you do anything wrong in your life, duh, and I find out about it, I'm going to try to take everything away from you. And I don't care what I find out. Could be today, tomorrow, 15, 20 years from now. If I find out, you're finished. Who, who's that? That's you. That's what the audience sounds like to me. It's funny. And it's funny because it's totally honest, for real. Chappelle went on at one point about Jussie Smollett, or as he called him, Juicy Smollett. Juicy. Basically said, you knew he was lying from day one. The effect? Well, audiences love the show. On Rotten Tomatoes, 99% of viewers gave it a positive rating. Mm -hmm. But critics hated it. Why? Not because it wasn't funny. It is funny. The problem is that it offends them. He says things they don't think you ought to be allowed to say, even for the sake of comedy. Dave Portnoy can relate to that. He's not a political figure, 
He's a very funny man who covers sports. He's the founder of Barstool Sports, but he's taken a lot of crap for being funny. He joins us tonight. Dave, great to see you. Thanks. So what do you make of Chappelle's latest special and the response? None of it's surprising. Very funny. But uh, the people who are complaining, I, again, I don't know what they're complaining about. It's like, uh, I don't want to date myself, but if you went to an Andrew Dice Clay yeah. show, and then he complained that he swore. I mean, Chappelle's been doing this for a long time. This is the type of comedy he does. It is a different era, I guess. Uh, some of the people who, I guess, loved him a couple of years ago now are turning on him, saying he's lazy. I think it is the culture we live in. Um, it's the blue checkmark brigade. It's the no fun club. It's people who, if you don't agree with what they say or they don't agree with what you say, they just want to cancel you. It is really cancel culture. It yeah. does seem calling him lazy like the slyest and most dishonest of all criticisms because it's kind of the opposite of lazy what he's doing. If you're Dave Chappelle mm -hmm. and you're, you've got more money than you can spend mm -hmm. and you live on some farm in Ohio and you're just like in your own world, you can do whatever you want. So you can show up and like basically just mouth the pieties and do a half-assed set and still get rich from it. You don't have to take on the people in charge but he does anyway it's actually brave yeah and he knows it's coming i mean even from the title and the preview he knows there's going to be complaints he knows there's going to be criticisms he knows it's going to be putting him in the fire it's also brilliant because it helps him everyone's talking yeah. about it so it's the number one special all this free publicity but yeah he doesn't have to do it he can do it because he has this crowd he has the credibility so it's a combo uh you know, I think a lot of the a lot of this really is the media chamber. The the Rotten Tomatoes, most people love it. I equate it to me. Everyone hates me online. I go on Twitter, everyone's chirping at me, chirp, 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 birds. When I'm on the street, people like me. The normal people, normal functioning people like me. That's kind of like the Chappellists, the Rotten Tomatoes. The people who like to hear themselves talk, like to think they're smarter in the moral authority. They're the ones criticizing, but it's a minority. Most people want normal, funny, you know, stuff. And it's a comedy show. It is a comedy show it's one thing if he just picked on one person one group of people he doesn't he's pretty much an equal opportunity hater that's his gig if you don't like it don't watch it don't buy a ticket go stay in your corner of the internet and just be miserable what's so interesting is that so few people do that you do it he does it a few others but most people even people who oh, should know fuck. better and are rich enough to say whatever they want still toe the line and are bullied why is he braver what does it take to say what you really think in a world where people are threatening you if you do. It, there's a couple of factors. I think first, you gotta be secure. You can't be fired, you can't be canceled. I can do that, he can do that. He's way better at it than me. I mean, he's a bazillionaire. But also, it can make people uncomfortable. Even though I don't care what people say, when people are saying everything, they say, hey Dave, you're a racist, you hate women, everything. Nobody likes hearing that, but you got to be able to block out, you know what, these people are idiots, I'm going to do my thing, I'm not going to be silent or not say what I think, because a couple people I have no idea who they are, who hate their lives and hate fun, are chirping at me. Uh, you really got to just be able to separate it and have some, you know, guts. How long is this going to go on, do you think? Like this, the fascist moment where everybody's terrified of saying this. This is thing. a simplistic take, but I, we've been saying it at Barstool forever. I think Donald Trump broke a lot of people's brains. Yeah. He just broke it. And, and like when I look at the people who hate me, and I don't consider myself political, you, I really I don't. If you go look at the tweets and the people who hate me, it's political. Within three tweets, within three comments, it's all politics. It's like, I don't have anything to do with it. I think the country is so segregated with that. You, you jump to conclusions no matter what before. You don't even listen to what people are saying. You don't even think about it. It's just a broken mindset, and, and it's unfortunate. 
I've never heard you say a single political thing. I think not ever. And I think it's about control. I think they want to control you. And when they can't, they get really mad. I've been on this show and said things that I, I guess people would say a conservative audience would, would disagree with. Yeah. And I still get criticized. They're not even listening to what I say. It's like, did you did you look at the words out of my mouth? they can't control you. Dave Portnoy won't be controlled. Thank you for doing it. I appreciate it. All righty. So let me close this. So anyways, yeah, there was a, you know, the woke mob. And um, in fact, hold on. Oh, what's his name? Oh, one of my favorite comics, and I'm like, I'm blanking. I should have taken my brain force. Um, it's um, oh man, what's his name? Uh, boom. Um, So, oh God, what's his name? What's his name? Was it? Fuck, I forgot the comedian's name. I can't believe I forgot his name. I met him like three times. Fucking shit. Meaty breasted little nothing. Yellowdiscipline.com. Let me see. What's this? Yellow. Jim Norton. Jim Norton. Uh, let me get that. Let, let me get that video because Jim Norton said this. Said this years ago. Um, this was even before. This was like the beginning of 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 uh, cancel culture with this outrage culture. Um, it was um, basically he said people people want to be offended. Like usually, like before. The people that get outraged, they want to be offended because it makes them feel important. It it's so fake, it's so disingenuous. Um, Jim Norton. Was it? I mean, I hear it. Is this it? Oh yeah, here it is. Me, boom! I'm gonna put. Whoops! Nope. I'm gonna do this. Yeah. Let me play this for you guys. I don't know. I don't know. I'm getting told that it's echoing. Um, I'm like trying to like. If it echoes, let me know. If it doesn't echo, guys, if you hear it, if you're watching, let me know in the chat. I got um. I'm also on uh, another app, so got people uh, watching from there. So let me see if it echoes. If it doesn't echo, let's see. Echo, echo is fixed. Echo is fixed. Ah, thank you. Let me. I'm gonna play this clip from uh, Jim Norton, uh, basically commenting on the so. Now, in a week where Facebook took down pages and photos making jokes about violence against women, I thought it was an appropriate time to discuss a controversy about rape jokes that's been raging in the comedy community for at least a year. My first guest is a comedian who doesn't hold anything sacred. 
He makes fun of cancer, AIDS, and even his own passion for getting peed on. He's a no-hold-bart <laughs> comic who thinks nothing of nothing is off limits. Please welcome Jim Norton, everybody. Jim Norton. Little Jimmy. Jimmy. And my second guest is the woman who literally wrote the blog on what's wrong with rape jokes. She's called it everybody from Louis C.K. to Daniel Tosh. Fuck and him. now she's ready to put Jim on blast. Please welcome Jezebel staff writer Lindy West, everybody. Lindy West. Is this Selim Echo? So, thank you both for coming for our first edition of Comic vs. Feminist. And thank you for mentioning I like to be peed on. I wanted that in the <laughs> It said so in your writer. You, didn't, you don't read your writer? Yeah, no, well, I drank it back <laughs> So, So, Jim, just getting off the bat, do you think that comedians should be able to say whatever they want to say without any repercussions? Well, I mean, if you're trying to be funny, I think. I mean, everybody yeah. knows the difference between saying something. Like, Michael Richards said something in anger. And reasonable people can sense when you're trying to be funny and when you're trying to be angry. So if you're trying to say something funny, yeah, I think like Matt and Trey said from uh, South Park, it's either all okay or none of it's okay. Like you did some very funny stuff on uh, the teapot and Hitler. Oh, thank you. It was great. Thank you. But there are people who associate Hitler with some really bad stuff. So what? <laughs> My writers, get out here! What the hell is that? <laughs> But you know what I mean? It's like if we go down that road of, hey, don't make fun of this, don't make fun of that, well, then people have a very legit argument to go, well, don't mention Hitler in any context because there's never humorous. So I'm just not comfortable going down that road. Um, I just think as long as you're trying to be funny, you're okay. And so I ask the same question to you, Lindy. Do you think comics should be able to say what they want without any consequences? Uh, well, first of all, I think that that question is dumb. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> because... Good start for me. Good start. Yeah. Hey, this is a comic. Feminist versus comic. Not this comic. Oh, that one over there. So sorry. Um, no, because uh, everything has repercussions. So if you're talking about legal repercussions, uh, yeah, I, I, I do not think that comedy should be censored. And we're not here to talk about censorship. And I'm pretty sure we agree. Uh, what I'm talking about is the kind of repercussion where you choose to say something that, like, traumatizes a person who's already been victimized and then I choose to call you a dick and that's the repercussion. <laughs> like So, so no, I, how do you feel about dick I, repercussions? I, I, I totally agree with you. And uh, she's not calling me a dick, by the way. <laughs> uh, 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 no, I agree with that. And I have no issue with, like, with something you wrote. Like, if you think that somebody sucks for what they said on stage, you should blog about it. You should write about it. As long as a person isn't calling for somebody to get in trouble for an opinion or a joke, I have no issue with somebody calling out a comic and going, hey, I think you suck for doing that. As long as there isn't the asterisk which says you should get in trouble for doing that. But yeah, if we're not what? talking. Sorry, what do you mean by trouble? Like, what is the trouble? Well, people are mad at you because people should be mad at you if <laughs> they. The trouble, I mean, pardon my interruption, is like I, I do Opie and Anthony, the radio show. So a lot of times the trouble people will do is if you're doing jokes they don't like, they begin to target your advertisers. Because the market should dictate whether or not people enjoy you. But they'll go to the advertisers and say, they're making fun of things that we don't like. So remove your financial support, which is a way to punish them. So that's the type of trouble I'm talking about. So if you're not asking for that, then I have no issue with you not liking something. But if we didn't remove financial support and target advertisers, we'd still have Glenn Beck. But is it? Yeah, but... I'm just saying, sometimes... Sometimes, target the advertisers. But as a comic, how do you not love Glenn Beck being there? <laughs> First of all, what about the people... Like, see, this is this is when the right was the one doing the canceling. Um, and, and most people don't want to talk about that. Like, there was a time when the right was canceling people. 
for what they said. Um, <clears throat> and it was, it, it's like now, now we're suffering from that as well because of that. There's that backlash. But the thing is, like, when it comes to the market, it, like, see how, well, how Dave is not cancelable anymore because he proved himself. He built up his fan base and he he had he he became so good at comedy that it's like, no people are going to see Dave Chappelle no matter what, um you know Zippy McGoo uh, who wears a dress and has a fucking thicker beard than me said I'm a lady fucking is fucking wants to say ah, he's canceled no fuck you bitch you're canceled <laughs> fuck you you wanna be bitch you're canceled. You lazy fucking good for nothing bitch. You're canceled. No, we're going to continue watching Dave Chappelle and good and good. This is what you do. You, they want to cancel you. Uh, they want to cancel whoever you like. You can, you continue consuming their content. If they, if they, the networks are stupid enough to freaking cancel them, you continue supporting them. Hey, support me, <laughs> support me. <laughs> Tell your friends and family. <laughs> Put your six-year-old in front of the front of the computer and have them watch me. They'll learn something. Tell 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 the tell the bully to go fuck himself. Ah, oh, you can't say that. No, fuck you and fuck you again. Like like Pat Cooper would say. <laughs> so, anyways, back to this. Okay, you've made a good point, Jim. <laughs> I mean, for comedians, the worse things are, the better it is for us. I mean, do you really want a president that's doing a great job and happy? There's nothing to talk about. But the faster things go down the toilet, like, ooh, good, this is going to be a great week. <laughs> that's world peace over a funny act. That's a hard choice. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know... With 20 hours a week at Starbucks, you get benefits. I think about that all the time. <laughs> hey, did anybody want to hear Mel Gibson leave a uh, message for his wife? All right, honey, on my way home. Boring. <laughs> You're a whore. Ooh, play it. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So, I mean, that's the question. I mean, other people say it's like, you know, are comedy clubs inherently hostile environments for women? Uh, well, Bullshit. they are uh, dark basements full of angry men. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Fundamental level, it's not an awesome place to be. And people are drinking. Yeah, people are drunk. And then there's just a dude on the stage being like, hey, wouldn't it be hilarious if everyone raped that girl? And then everyone laughs. And then, uh, by the way, sometimes everyone does rape that girl. And that's a thing that really happens in the world. Like, I don't mean that the people in that club then... When the actual fuck does that happen? <laughs> What's this bitch on? I, I, I... I, I I mean, why am I commenting on something that happened years ago? Like, when when did this come out? Oh, okay. <laughs> this was like no, actually, this was longer. This this happened. This was years ago, years longer. Anyways, like rally, and they're like, oh, I'm not doing anything. But I mean, like <laughs> in the broader scheme of the world, this is a thing that happens, and it's actually really trivial trivializing to say that mocking and exploiting a rape victim's trauma to her face because there will be women in that audience and probably men who've been sexually assaulted mm -hmm. is the same as like making fun of a thing like it's not the same it's not the even same that, and you're not that thing is hitler 
What do you mean? Like, <laughs> uh, you weren't being like, hey, wouldn't it be oh. great if someone reanimated Hitler and then... <laughs> but oh, wait a minute, let me write this down. But and you knew... On no. next week's show, we will be doing And that. by the way, it's not like you know that a third of your audience is, are, like, uh, Holocaust survivors who, like, are also being, like, systematically silenced and told not to... Don't talk about the Holocaust because no one wants to hear about it. And also, you were probably kind of asking for the Holocaust. Like, that is not built into our culture. And so it's not... It's not just... Okay. Okay, I don't know why I'm commenting on this, but this this is just making my point. Like, to, to always double down. You can't back down to this shit. Because you see how fucking crazy this bitch is? First of all, you know why rape jokes work here in the West? It's because most men think rape is repugnant. It's it's stupid. It's fucking disgust. It's fucking ridiculous to do. Which is why when we discover someone's fucking raping, we want his ass dead. Yeah, AH is like, what if, what if a rape victim found it funny? Yeah, it's true. And honestly, making, like, I've heard funny rape jokes. I have. I've heard funny Holocaust jokes. I've heard funny jokes, for funny 9-11 jokes. Joan Rivers made a funny 9-11 joke, like, imagine... Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Imagine the, how relieved a woman felt uh, uh, when her, she found out her husband's plane crashed in the World Trade Center who she wanted to divorce. Like I, I'm, I'm telling the joke wrong because I don't know it off the top of my head. But it was, like, and she said it like what a week or two after nine eleven, I believe. Joan Rivers, I, I forget. But I believe anything and everything can be joked about as long as you're trying. Like he said, as long as you're trying to be funny. I wouldn't go. Let's go kill some niggin or let's go kill some fat. Like, come on. I wouldn't say that shit. I mean, hell. I mean, this show, this show, one of the episodes of this show got fucking canceled off of YouTube because cause I was talking about fucking the coof and the, 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 the shot. It's like, you can't fucking talk. Because you got these dickheads trying to fucking, you got, like, we can't allow these dickheads to dictate speech. You can't, and I got, am I, am I loud? Am I too loud on this shit? You can't allow these dickheads to dictate speech. Anyways, back to this. Dying. 
making a joke about a thing, it's contributing to a culture that perpetuates that thing. That's, and I, I understand why you would say that, but no, I disagree with that. Whenever somebody, whenever, and I understand the emotion behind not wanting people to mock certain things, but nobody ever just comes out and says, you can't say that because I don't like it. Because there's something kind of self-centered and self-serving about that. So it's an instinct to put in a reason why you shouldn't mock it. So people who don't like certain humor say, well, it contributes to a culture or it contributes to an environment which uh, perpetuates racial stereotypes or sexual stereotypes or this. The same as when religious people say, don't mock my religion, because what it does is it knocks down religion, which knocks down the family, which is, is bad for the structure of the country. Like, everybody has a reason. Nobody ever thinks, hey, you're saying something I don't like and I don't want you to say it. There's nothing I'm comfortable enough saying that you shouldn't make fun of. And I think as long as your intention is to be funny, I think that we all go into a comedy club knowing that. And there's a great difference between even a harsh rape joke and saying, all kidding aside, folks, rape is good. Like, we all know the difference between that. And, and comedy, Although that was pretty funny. You just see that exactly yeah. there? <laughs> well, you know that what section was? was like, nice one, nice yeah. one. Well, the tap on the table made me look. Uh, you know, I, I think that there's a difference, too, between a comedy club where you understand that we're trying to have an emotion pulled out of us, which is laughter, and standing up at the office party and going, to rape! <laughs> First of all, I've seen comedy acts that are not that far away from that. But I'm sure it's super comfortable and uh, nice to believe that there aren't systemic forces that are affected by speech, but that's not true. And those of us who are affected by those forces know that that's not true. And so, like, I'm sure 60 years ago, there were some hilarious jokes about black people and <laughs> like, comedy was, I'm not, I don't, hilarious, you guys. Uh, like, comedy was way more overtly racist 60 years ago, and also, it's not a coincidence that life was more hostile and dangerous for black people. Not that it's great now, by the way. Um, <laughs> and that's, do you, you literally think that's a coincidence? Like, you don't get to say that uh, comedy is the sacred, powerful, uh, vital thing that we have to protect <laughs> because it's speaking truth to power, blah, blah, blah. And then also be like, well, it's just a joke. I mean, language doesn't affect our lives at all, so shut up. No. Like, um, comedy is not a cause of what happens in society. A lot of times it's a reaction to what's happening and a reflection of what's happening. And comic speech has never inspired violence. The only, the only group that I think owes an apology for real to all of us is the press. Like, you know, take school shootings. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the psychologists, FBI profilers always tell them, do not print the manifestos of these people. Don't show their photos. It contributes to violence. And they know it. The press knows this, and they do it anyway. Comedy has never contributed to, you know, two Jews walk into a bar, kill those kikes! It's never happened. Never. Nobody thinks that way. We don't know, we don't that know that's way. not how the Holocaust got started. We don't know that's <laughs> Six but million they, Jews walk into a bar. Yeah, all right, maybe. All right. But no, but it, I would just argue that, like, context is a thing, because I've certainly been in a comedy club where a comic uh, who wasn't black told a black joke, and, I, and suddenly I felt like everybody looked over me like, is that true, black right. guy? <laughs> But I wasn't afraid of those people following me in my car. Right. <laughs> they were afraid I would follow them to their car. <laughs> Yay, oppression. Uh, yeah, that was I'm exactly saying, what I'm talking about, like by the way. Context means then. something, right? Like sometimes. Sure, sure. But let's be honest. If it's context, then I think the next time somebody walks through a museum and sees a painting that they find highlights or, 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 or perpetuates a thought that they find objectionable, even the, a, a thought they should find objectionable, then they should take a towel and throw it over the painting. Or I think the next time that person goes to a movie 
movie and there's a rape in a movie, they should stand up and hold the board in front of the screen so nobody else can see it. Now, if you did that, people, like, what would, it, would happen to Giuliani when he tried to, to, he went after the Brooklyn Museum of Art? People were like, you fascist, you're going after art for something you don't like. But if you try to if you get mad at a comedian for telling a joke you don't like, people are like, you go, girl. And it's like, it's either all okay or none of it's okay. I understand why rape is an offensive, awful thing. No one is saying it's not. But sometimes comedy does trivialize what is truly horrible. The roughest set I've ever seen a comedian do is Joan Rivers. I went and saw her at the cutting room a few years ago. And I think she's one of the most mm -hmm. underrated comics ever. And she did a brutal, and I say that with affection, a brutal set. <laughs> She talked about 9-11, she talked about AIDS, and I mean it was rough. And she had zero respect for the boundaries of society. Mm -hmm. And we all knew why we were there, and we all knew that she was just taking everything that hurts us and everything that's sad and everything that's miserable and just turning it upside down and looking at it. And we all walked out of there the same as when we walked in. Nobody walked out thinking, hey, AIDS is hilarious. AIDS isn't sad and terrible. 9-11 is irrelevant. We all walked out feeling the same about those subjects. But the relief of comedy is it takes things that aren't funny and it allows us to laugh about them for an hour. And then we have the other rest of the day to look at them like they're as horrible and sad as they really are. That's right, that's right. I mean, don't you, uh, what would you say to that, Lindsay? I, I, obviously, uh, our opinions on how speech affects the world are very different. Um, I, I don't know, if you don't believe... You know what? <clears throat> I'm going to risk getting fucking canceled, but I'm going to tell you, this, I'm going to tell this joke that I, that I said on stage uh, on Sunday. <clears throat> I'm an armchair sociologist. I like to study different cultures. In fact, one of my dreams is to go to Iran for New Year's Eve because they celebrate New Year's Eve quite similar to how we do it here in New York, but instead of a ball, they throw a bedazzled faggot off a roof. <laughs> Doesn't mean we should do that here. <laughs> Does not mean I hate gay people. It, it's just a joke. It just, it's actually shedding light on the homophobia that happens in the Middle East. Uh, so, anyways, here we go. I believe that uh, the pervasiveness of jokes where the comedian, by the way, isn't making fun of how horrible rape is. They're making fun of someone who got raped. Often, like in this, you know, I mean, it's just a crutch, by the way. It's not even, it's, it's not even edgy at this point. It's hacky at this point. I'm not going to defend bad comedy. And I'm not saying you're wrong about that. <laughs> like, none of us are going to defend comedy. bad yeah. comedy. No, but, uh, and, like, uh, the, the comedian taking on the role of the rapist in the joke, basically being like, hey, someone got raped. I did it. Like, that's the joke. That, you, you can't tell me that that doesn't, first of all, contribute that to women who, who have been victimized, who are sitting in that audience, and then are like, Maybe there's a woman there who's wondering whether or not she should report her rape. And she's sitting there, everyone's laughing at the idea of how, of how funny rape is, not in a way that is releasing any tension, but a way that is causing tension, tangibly. And tension that filters out into the world where we now live in a country where teenage boys think it's totally cool and hilarious to just put their fingers in the vagina of a passed out 
child and then videotape it and put it on the internet. And people and reacted hilarious. appropriately. People reacted appropriately. Really? People, people who saw that are disgusted by that. I'm not talking about the way the school covered it up, but the fact that society looked at that and all of us are repulsed by it. All of us were not repulsed by it. The a majority. lot of people, no, a lot of people. But that's going to be the Have you been on Twitter lately? Yeah. Uh, I, I, it's I, kind of the worst I thing ever. I, yeah. I, I write LOL a lot. <laughs> uh, two things about the rape joke. First of all, that's, I, I understand what you're saying about someone saying, hey, I'm the rapist. And you could say, okay, that's a terrible joke. And I'd probably agree that joke sucks. But the point of that joke would be the misdirection of saying, no reasonable person thinks that guy is telling the truth. Nobody thinks that he's actually going, hey, I'm the rapist and meaning. And, and, and I want to say, too, you're talking about, well, that by trivializing it, it's, it's, it's encouraging it. Your Twitter picture is Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum's first role was a brutal rapist in Death Wish. Now, I'm not saying anything against Jeff Goldblum, but... but, but Are you here to accuse Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, but he picked up a blackjack and he said, you rich C, and he called her the C word, and, he, and they beat her to death in Death Wish. Now, we all understand, oh, that's an actor doing a role, but why as an artist do we give an actor a pass for convincingly playing a brutal rapist, but go after a comedian for, for, for making fun of something and mocking something? And like, why do we allow an artist to do something convincingly that brings up, what, what's going to affect a, a rape victim more? Seeing that rape it out properly or hearing a dumb comedian make fun of it. I mean, let's be really honest. Well, I mean, we don't have to choose between those two things. If someone went and saw that movie and they were offended by it, they are more than welcome to complain about it, which is all that I'm doing right now. Uh, it's just about accountability. If you want to make that product and stand by Well, here's the problem, though. I mean, now that movie would get canceled. They like to retroactively cancel people. In fact, they fucking try to cancel Norm McDonald after he died. After he died, they're like, we're going to cancel Norm. Like, fuck you. You fucking pussies. Because this is some pussy shit. Oh, I can't handle it. Okay, if you can't handle it, walk away. Turn the channel. It's, it's really that simple. Jim is right. Because, you know... Not gonna lie with fucker, but <laughs> consensual. I will consensually fuck this woman, but that's uh, that's my sickness. Don't judge me. Go ahead, judge me. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a shit. I'll fuck a fat bitch. So, anyways, I think we established that fact in the years of this show. <laughs> I, Louis B, love the fat bitches. But uh, if you guys want to call in. The number is 347-927-6824. H, if you want to call in. If you want to call in. There you go. Anybody wants to call in? 347-927-6824. That number again is 347-927-6824. But here's the thing. I mean, it's it's like But that's a faggot off a roof. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know how, how I thought about that shit. <laughs> I just I just remember like that joke actually was inspired by a picture I saw that they actually took a picture of them throwing a homosexual off a roof that he was tied up 
and he survived the fall and they shot him. Like they, he survives and like with AK, you know, it's like, damn, man, maybe Allah wanted him to live. That's why he survived the drop. Nah, nope. I guess not. Nerds, nerds to him. So, oh man, it's just, it, it, you know, I don't know, I don't know. Let's uh, let's finish this, and I'm gonna go on to the next topic before ending. That, that's fine, but I get to call you a dick. I get to call you out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I get to call you a dick. No, but here's the problem. Okay, call me a dick. I don't give a shit. Call me a dick, and I'll call you a fucking cunt, and you're a fucking idiot, and you know. A discussion. The problem is, you got like nowadays, they'll try to fucking ruin you. They'll try to get you fired from your job. Like they they won't. They want you to starve to death. They want you to fucking starve to death because they don't like the way you talk or they don't like the way they think you think. They'll put they'll put they'll they'll put ideologies in your fucking mouth and try to make you apologize for them and still fucking cancel you. Which is why never fucking back down. You can't back down. It's like, no, that's not what I said. Or yes, that's what I meant. And and in fact, let me let me show you. Um all right, let me finish this shit. Let me finish this shit, and I'm going to tell, show you how I how I don't back down. And, like, if we all agree that it's just a crutch and it's just uh, like a hacky premise that people use because you want to get a reaction, you want to shock people. Like, why does my vagina have to be your crutch? Can't you use something that's yours? Like, why do you have to come in to my oppression and like use me? To, for your closer. First, like, you know what? I don't, think all, we're, I don't think we're going to top the vagina crutch as the closure of this conversation. <laughs> there's just, clearly more to discuss here. Uh, we will post the whole thing online. Uh, there's clearly, I'm just glad we get the conversation started. I'm a comic who's been accused of being a comic, and I'm a feminist who's been accused of being a feminist. I've been accused of being horrible at both. <laughs> but I want to thank you for coming. I think the best way to end this is for Lindy and I to make out for a little while in front of this entire crowd. <laughs> And she was this. <laughs> oh, yo, oh, oh, oh. Lindy West and Jim Norton, everybody. Give them a catch him stand-up special, American Theater, on FX in August, and read Lindy West on Jezebel.com. Give a round of applause, everybody. Uh, all right, suck a dick. <laughs> Just tired of her shit. But, uh, yeah, let me, yeah, because I, like, like, and, and honestly, I catch it from both sides. I actually catch it from Adam Waffen, from, you know, getting called a, a nigger all the time, especially on Bitch Shoot. <laughs> hi, God. Hi, white supremacists on Bitch Shoot. We hate Jews. Okay, uh, what do you do for a living? I just hate, sit here and hate Jews. I'm like, okay, that's nice. That's that's uh, that's the white supremacists on bitch you. We hate the jurors because they make more money because we we actually work and we're actually socialists and shit. So kill yourselves, kill yourselves, please. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let me let me play this video. I oh, hear this. Boop 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 boop. 
play this for you guys. And this is this is what you could do this with anybody anywhere that tries to tell you how to think and how to speak and and, and they, they try to do, be stupid with you. You just you don't back down at all. Don't. It's just retarded. It's re, it's retarded. There we go. You know, rock is not. Oops. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, you got to be this tall to ride this ride. What was that? That's a Roman salute. Yes. Are you Roman? You do. No. Do it. That. This. No, you got to hold your arm straight out like this. Oh, like a queer. That looks really queer right yeah, now. Queer. Yeah, like a queer. No, no, not no, not a queer. Rick, I'm getting I mean, tired of these fake-ass white supremacists thinking they're tough with this shit. Honestly, everyone knows well, there's got, no such thing as white supremacy anymore. Like Rick, Rick, I'm, I'm, like honestly, oh, no, really? Rick, this, this, this guy thinks he's a white supremacist. Like you know, he can't hang with the real neo Nazis. He'll get his ass kicked because he, he'll look, he looks too faggy. Like I, I've seen real white supremacists. This motherfucker ain't no white supremacist. Jesus Christ! You, stop it, stop it. You're gonna sue you for well, you can, for copyright infringement. You can, t- you can tell by looking at him. Dude, they don't fucking hide. They don't fucking cover their face. Yeah, they do. You're not about this that life. Adam Waffen mask, man. Adam Waffen started this shit, man. This is okay. The, All right, well, this is it right here. Every Nazi you've seen is, you know, rock this mask. I, you know, I like, I like, I like uh, fried chicken and waffles. Oh yeah, I'm an idiot. Well, just like every nigger should. Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness! So cutting edge. Oh, so cutting edge. He said the N word. <laughs> Fucking so Isn't it funny? So yeah, see how he tries to call me a nigger and shit, and I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever, <laughs> whatever. That's all you got. That's the best you got, you stupid motherfucker. <laughs> he, he, at that point, he didn't know what the fuck to do. It, 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 you know what's even more hilarious? That your women want colored dick. I know, right? They're race traders, and we hang them with people like you. Eh, you won't you hang won't nothing. Rope, you don't, fat. Yeah, well, and I'll fall on top of your mother. Well, it'll, all right. Yeah, you, you yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, all much, right. Yep, all right. Yeah, well, I'll, well, after I fucked your mom and broke her back like a chicken wing. You weren't on Honestly, top, were you? This first of all, yeah, I was on top. It was fantastic. That's oh, how she, she likes to be dominated. She wanted to feel dominated by a real man for once. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You're about you're about four real men. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm well, a real man four times over. Thank you, bitch. <laughs> Thanks for the compliment. So um, it's so sad. Is it? Yeah, it is. It is because oh, is your bir- your birth rates are falling, and there's really no saving you. You're gonna be extinct in a few years. So it's like, 
I mean, when no, you really think when you really think about it, like it when you really think about it, I'm the master race. And he oh, yeah. yeah. Pew! He ran, bitch. He ran. He and he ran. He ran so far away. Adam Waffen's a bunch of queers. They like to fuck young boys. They're really fucking faggy. Tie tie the Adam Waffen. Chicken chicken and waffen. The waffen the waffen crew. So, so yeah, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I got this song. Okay, so moving on back to the whole not backing down. There's a song that that gotten viral. You guys probably heard it. Let's go, Brandon. Um, <clears throat> if you guys go to crotchatradio.com, crotchatradio.xyz, uh, that's crotchatradio.xyz. You guys could uh, check out, check this out. Um, let me let me share the screen. Let's let's go, Brandon. So let's go, Brandon. Pisses off the woke slacktivist, and yeah, that's actually what they are. the The left is a bunch of slacktivists. They're like, we don't like it. We want it canceled. Yeah, there's a billion other people that like it. You're not canceling it for the billion of people. It's bad enough that fucking Netflix Netflix won't fucking cancel cuties. Like no one, no one wants to deal. No one wants to have like fucking pedophilia on the fucking. I'm. That's why I'm not on fucking Netflix. First of all, they fucked up Voltron. With that, they put that woke shit. They fucked up Rocco's Modern Life, and now they 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 put this fucking cuties fucking child porn shit on there. Like a quarter million Americans die each year from preventable medical error. The pandemic has only made things worse. The new podcast, Up Next for Patient Safety, explores real solutions to make healthcare safer. Listen and subscribe today. I don't give a fuck. It was a black female director. What the fuck is she directing shit like that for? Anyways, let's go. Brandon picks up, pisses off the walk slacktivist. The most feared song to ever grace the social uh, grace the social media site is a song by rapper Loza Alexander called "Let's Go Brandon." So far, it is number twenty-eight trending music on YouTube. The phrase relates to NASA NASCAR racer Brandon Brown. Brown recently won his first Xfinity race and was interviewed post-race with fans chanting in the stands. The chant by the fans seemed to say, Fuck Joe Biden, in protest of his uh, uh, presidency, but the uh, reporter during the interview said the chant said, Let's go, Brandon. The interview can be seen below. Infinity Series starts his first career win 
didn't look too rusty on those burnouts, Brandon. Must be practicing somewhere. Yeah, I mean, y'all could ask, like, my neighbors back at Coastal Carolina that uh, I did plenty of burnouts uh, to practice for this moment. <laughs> um, oh, my God, this is a dream come true. Wow, Talladega, winner in the next. Oh, my God, Dad, we did it. Let's go. You told me before this race that if you were to win, it would be incredible. How does the reality of this moment live up to the dream? Oh, my God, this is just Everything we've hoped and dreamed for, this is uh, everything I've ever wanted to do is take the trophy home to mom and dad. And oh my God, thank you so much, Larry's Lemonade. Thank you so much, Trade the Chain. Thank you so much, Jabs Construction. Thank you, Mid Atlantic. Thank you to all of our partners. Oh my God, it's just such an unbelievable moment. Brandon, you also told me, as you can hear the chants from the, the crowd, Let's go, Brandon. Brandon, you told me you were going to kind of hang back those first Fuck two stages and just watch and learn. What did you learn that helped you there in those closing laps? Oh, my God. It was uh, learning how each line didn't... Uh... So basically, from there, this song was born. Uh, let me... <clears throat> this song was born. Let's go, Brandon. Hey. Let's go, Brandon. Hey. Let's go, let's go. Hey. go Brandon fuck Joe Biden let's go Brandon now compared to this bullshit let's let's uh all right 
and Nipsey Hussle's video got shut down by cops for an anti-Trump song. That's called. Yeah, fuck Donald Trump. Kicked out because we're a group of black people. Fuck Donald Trump. Fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, nigga, fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, fuck Donald Trump. I'm just glad Nipsey Hussle got killed. I'm just going to throw it out there. He got killed by his, one of his own people that he tried to help. <laughs> fuck, fuck Nipsey Hussle. How's about that? Fuck Nipsey Hussle. Fuck YG. That's it. They suck. This song, this song's fucking boring. Look, look, we're going to do lawless behavior. This is lawless behavior. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, that's yeah. We just we're doing it for the culture. For the culture, son. Yeah. I like white folks, but I don't like you. All the niggas in the hood wanna fight you. Surprise L Chopper ain't tried to snipe you. Like oh El Chopper you know. Surprise the nation of Islam ain't tried to find you. Have a rally out LA we Yeah, you know why? Because he's making money for those people. He's making money for you. Like honestly, a lot. If it wasn't for Donald Trump, these motherfuckers wouldn't have a career. Like, goodness, you should be you should be kissing your daddy's fucking ass. Fucking ugh, fuck Nipsey Hussle. Good good riddance. They actually tried to fucking cancel this song. Like TikTok, tried, look, uh, he uh, he tweeted attention. News reported TikTok has threatened to remove. Um. <clears throat> My Let's Go Brandon viral video that is approaching the number one spot on iTunes top U.S. hip hop records. TikTok is claiming that I am bullying, but how? And YouTube's been trying to take this down too. And guess what? It's being spread around still. Um, oh, who's this rapper? His name is, um, oh, fuck. I just, let me reopen this. If you guys want me to play it again, let me know. Let me know. I'll play that song again. The, the Let's Go Brandon. Let's Go Brandon. Loza Alexander. It's L-O-Z-A Alexander. So yeah, it's um I mean no, this okay, so anyways, yeah, I mean double down. You, you double down. I double down against the left and, and and well actually I don't consider white supremacists fucking right. Because they just they want they want welfare themselves, but just for them because they're fucking they're a bunch of crying lazy bitches, man. I I, I can't I can't, man. I just can't stand them all the fucking time. In fact, in fact, uh, so, uh, someone wrote on Facebook. Um, Edie Dixon. I mean, she she's uh, she's trans. Uh, she leans to the right. She considers herself alt right. Let me let me see if I can find what she wrote. I've had her on the show. 
She's she cool she cool people. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, she cool people. You know. There's some things I don't agree with her, but you know, fuck it, you know. But she wrote something on her Facebook that that I totally agree with. So But uh but she wrote yeah, where is it? That's not it. Let me see I'm trying to I'm still trying to fucking find this shit. Damn, scroll. Oh, let me see if I can find it on my shit because I freaking re, reposted it on my thing. Fuck. Fuck Joe Biden. Let's go, Brandon. Fuck Joe Biden. Let, let's go, Brandon. Fuck Joe Biden. Oh, I'm speaking African. I'm bilingual. I hear it is. Edie Dixon, she wrote, LOL, blaming your shitty decisions on Jews is the white is the white people's version of blacks blaming all their shitty decisions on whites. If you are a degenerate who has uh, no family or girlfriend, you don't go to and, and you don't go to the gym and invest in yourself. Don't fix don't fix flaws that co- that's cause causing women to turn away from you and instead you just stay on social media posting memes taking talking shit about uh, about and blaming women and Jews while masturbating to anime porn drinking beer you did that you made that shitty decision you lack the control and self-discipline you are the degenerate. There are plenty of men who work their asses off and succeed. Many men have wives and children because they they're worked for them. Take accountability for your dumb for your own actions and degeneracy. There you go. Love you, Edie. And she she she's intersex. She's intersex transgender. So she cool people. I, I'm not gonna lie. She cool people, and she leans to the right. Like we're gonna we're gonna blame we're gonna blame the Jews. We're gonna blame the blacks. We're gonna blame the whites. We're gonna blame for our problems. Me, personally, I started going to the gym. I am actually in the process of changing careers uh, because the career I was I'm currently in is is a dead end job. But now because of the job market, I changed careers and I just recently got hired. And now I'll be able to have my nights and weekends free soon. 
which means I'll be able to actually put in work and put go, put into the fight. And, and whenever someone says, you can't do this, you shouldn't say that, you shouldn't do this, who try to cancel me or try to fucking uh, ban me from places, I have other fucking outlets. And I just recently started my website, crotchatradio.xyz. So if that all fucking comes to shit, I am going to stream from there. And then no one can tell me what to say. Because then I'll be truly free to say whatever the fuck I want. And even if you don't have that, I mean, it's like, who the fuck is anybody to tell you what to say? Tell you how to act? Tell you, like, am I, I'm sorry, sir, am I hurting you? Am I keeping, like, like my father would say whenever somebody would fucking fuck with me. He's like, excuse me, are, are they feeding you? Are they clothing you? Are they put, are, are they putting a roof over your head? No? Then fuck them. Tell them to go fuck themselves. Tell them to go eat shit. Because they are pieces of shit. Don't be coming up crying about it. Well, they, they said some, like, yeah, say some shit back. I mean, look, come, growing up in Brooklyn, I, I was taught you, if somebody says shit, you say certain shit harder. And, 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 you, you, back, you said back and harder. This is why, this is why whenever somebody tries to come at me, I have like a response like, BAM! Like, you got to do verbal haymakers on people. And just start beating, you beat them back down. They're like, what? You're a racist. Yes, I am. You're homophobic. Yes, I am. And, your point? I am whatever you say I am. If I wasn't, then why would I say I am? In the paper, the news, every day I am. Ready won't even play my jam. That's when Eminem was was good. Whatever I miss Eminem. I miss the real. I miss the real Slim Shady. Where is he? He needs to go back on drugs so that way he can stop giving a fuck. <laughs> He's damn near fifty. Like, what? Why are you living so long for? <laughs> so, oh man. Mm. Actually, how old is Eminem? Nah, that's not important. But yeah. Double down, triple down. I triple triple down, I double down against white supremacists, against leftists, against everyone that tries to tell me, oh, there's, like, I got got into, like, I didn't get into some shit, but some people were complaining because I was singing a song to my dog, and I filmed it for TikTok, it's like, baby, he's a white supremacy dog, he's baby, hunting for escaped slaves, you know, I was, I was singing that to a dog, singing it about a dog, dog is obviously not a white supremacist, because he, he'll, he'll fucking go off for anybody, <laughs> it was a fucking, I'm making fun of white supremacists, but you can't, you can't because context doesn't fucking matter. And fine, when if context doesn't fucking matter to these people, fucking no, fuck you. Like you, you challenge them right back. You challenge them right back harder and often, and you don't let them get away with it. You should not let them get the fuck away with it. 
Like they shouldn't be allowed to be retarded. They like, go ahead. You know, be a fucking silly bitch. I don't give a fuck. Why the fuck should I care? So. Ooh. And, uh, you know, notice how that Let's Go Brandon song is a lot more, like, a lot more, it's more of a bop than fuck Donald Trump. <laughs> like, you can actually dance to Let's Go Brandon, fuck Joe Biden. Let's Go Brandon, fuck Joe Biden. And everyone hates Joe Biden now. You miss you miss you, you you miss Trump yet? You jackasses, you miss Trump yet? If Trump was in office, your asses would be back to work. But you know what? Hey, you know what? All, all, the, all these fucking job openings. Oh God, all these fucking job openings and motherfuckers out here begging. Like I, I was passing, I was passing by. I was actually working my second job. And my second job, I do, you know, I, I, de- I do food deliveries. So, you know, and then I'm passing by this store and the guy's like, hey, Poppy. I hate when black people call me, hey, Poppy is a fucking dude. Yo, because I already know it's to ask me for money. Hey, Poppy. Like, don't like, don't call me fucking Poppy. Like, honestly, what I should start doing is whenever these motherfuckers are begging, like, hey, Poppy, punch him in the dick. Like, bam, bitch. Punch a homeless in the dick for my country to be free. Punch a homeless in the dick. Punch a homeless in the dick. So, anyways. Uh. Hey, Poppy, you got a dollar? I'm like, what happened to 50 cents? <laughs> you got a dollar? You know what I do with the homeless that try to, that try to like, ask me for a dollar? Like, you know, they, they you know, can I get a dollar? I'm like, shit, I was going to ask you for 20. <laughs> Tell you what, you ask 21 people for a dollar, I'll let you keep the dollar, you give me the 20. I, I did that, it's like, shit. Oh, my father's worse. My father, one time, there was this crack whore in his neighborhood. He's like, hey, puppy, can I get $5 pop? And my father got pissed off. He's like, sweetie, you got a pussy. There's a corner. Get to work. She was tight. She was fucking pissed. Like, www.fuckabitch.com. Like, go fuck yourself. Like, who? how you, how you hungry and you got a pussy? Are you are you fucking are you fucking wanting for money? You got a pussy. That's stupid. But again, yeah, double the fuck down. Anybody wants to accuse you of shit? No, no, double down. Freaking poke holes in their argument. Attack back. Constantly attack. You know, don't don't be like don't be in a defensive defensive position. Always be in an attack position. They come at you, you hit them harder. A good defense. A good defense is a good... Uh, well, a good offense is a good defense. That's what I'm trying to say. 
be offensive. <laughs> if anything else, if you learn anything, you know, if they don't, if they, I'm offended. All right, go fuck yourself. I'm offended. Okay, what are you, a faggot? Like, what? what? This is bullying. This is bullying. Well, you shouldn't have been coming up to me and trying to start some shit. And that's the thing. I That's what I don't get. You try to go up to somebody, try to start some shit, and they hit, they smack you upside the head with their words. It's like, oh, you bullied me. I want you canceled, you fucking pussy. You a pussy hole. You got them bottom. You're bottom man. Shout out to my Jamaicans. You bottom man. So nobody's going to call. All right. So anyways, um, I'd like to thank everyone for listening. Big shout out to the guys over there at All Live Splatter. Chat. <laughs> Big shout out to them. Uh, like to thank everyone that's been listening on Spreaker. I would like to thank everyone that's listening on YouTube, Facebook, uh, shout out to Shailene. Shout outs to uh, AH. Um, shout outs to TJ. Uh, all them people. What's up, guys? Uh, and uh, yeah, shout out to you. Please tell your friends, family, and please play this for your preschool class and kindergarten class so children can learn to fucking not be bitches. So, anyways, this has been the Crouch Out Radio Show. And as always, from my house to your house. Mahalo. Uh, that's the end of my show. Donk. Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride.